The Chicago Bears have signed a Super Bowl winning safety. Justin Fields reportedly has talked to Chase Claypool. And now we have more details about some of the things that go, went on with Chase Claypool that kind of make it make sense why the Bears are ready to separate on top of his play on the field. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. You got Bobby Hayes in the building, C-Doubles on podcast, PTO, taking care of business. Uh, but we're going to hold it down today. Uh, first up, Bobby, the Bears have signed Duran Hammond. Now, this is a guy who's won three Super Bowls with the New uh, England Patriots. Uh, and this he was drafted in 2013. He was a third-round pick. Uh, 11-year veteran. He's played 161 games with 78 starts in his career. Now, considering Eddie Jackson is dealing with some injury stuff, he has said that he does expect to be on the field against the Washington Commanders. We'll see if that ends up happening. What do you think about this signing for the Bears? I think it's good, man. Uh, you bring in a guy that's experienced, probably bounced around a little bit. I believe that he had a, a little stint with the, the Ravens and then also the Raiders mm-hmm. or whatnot. And, hey, if you're coming from a team like the Raiders, I mean the Ravens, excuse me, the Ravens, I believe you you got some good pedigree behind you because we know how uh, Harbaugh, uh, you know, coaches over there, John. And um, he does his thing over there. He coaches guys well. I believe it's just a death piece, but I, I'm not mad at it. You got to bring in guys, you know, to shore up the holes within your defense. And probably this Sunday they probably didn't like who they had out there, in, you know, in the back – Covering the back end because they was good first half, and then in the second half, they kind of just let it all go. Maybe if you had somebody with a little bit of more of a veteran presence who has Super Bowl experience and good team success uh, within his experience, maybe one of those guys are able to calm things down a little bit before it gets too out of hand. So um, I don't know if it's going to be a huge difference maker, but I ain't mad at the sign of hell. We need help. So you were right. He actually was with the Raiders uh, last season. The Falcons and the Detroit Lions are the teams he played with other than than, uh, the Patriots. Um, But, yeah, I mean, listen, when you when you when you're going for a depth piece, adding a veteran, I'm almost never going to be mad at. Are we looking to rely on him heavily? Not necessarily. He did start 16 games last season out of 17, just in 2022. So. I mean, listen, he had 63 tackles last season, 23 solo tackles, 23 uh, assisted uh, tackles. So, hey, this is a guy who's still productive. Two interceptions he had last season as well. So he still it can produce. And so, you know, when you need depth, when you, you, you need some stability in that defense overall, especially when your secondary has been extremely weakened as it has been, you can do a lot worse, bro. So I'm not too mad at the sign. Yeah, you can't be too mad at it. It is what it is. We got to see what – can we eventually turn this thing around or see if we can at least get take a lot of positives away from the remaining weeks? Because right now we we don't even want to get into it because the moment somebody brings up what happened Sunday, I just go on his rant and I'd be like, see, why you just mess up my day? So <laughs> come on, man. We got to get this thing secured. So it is what it is. Yeah, and we'll see what if the Bears can, and we need to improve some things, man. But moving on, one of the biggest things is that the Bears have been so drama-filled, bro. But, like, bro. so you, uh, Justin Fields reportedly talked to Chase Claypool. You got the quotes from that. What you got, bro? All right, so my guy, he came in. He pretty much talked to these people. And, uh, yeah, we're going to cut because my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I had it. I let it go. I thought you pulled it up. Where did it go? Oh, Lord. That's on me. Yeah. Where they go? Here it is. Let me see. 
right. So my guy, Justin Fields, he went on. He, he said that he talked to uh Chase Claypool kind of like right around when he found out that he was not going to be present. He said that, hey, he was cool. He was good. I was just really checking up on him, making sure he was straight mentally. He said he was going to take some time to himself and kind of kept it short. Um, then Justin Fields went on to say it sucks, but at the end of the day, you can't control it. You got to go out there with the guys that we have and execute like we did this past Sunday, which nothing but the best for Chase. I think he knows that he kind of messed up by saying that, but wish him nothing but the best. These guys seem like they saying they farewells. And I ain't going to lie to you. Hayes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, and even with even with Cole Komet's comments, right? We talked about that. Like, I think it was more me and Steve-O. Like, it just, he just kept saying, I'm there as a friend. I'm there as a, like, everybody knows the writing's on the wall. He's on his way out. The bigger question is, like, do the Bears really think that they can get something back for him? Because otherwise, I don't understand why they haven't cut him yet. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, And I just want to go ahead and just kind of paint the picture, too, for people that's going to say, well, it was a bad thing. I, uh, that Ryan Pose, you know, made this move. I mean, but essentially, like, man, as a GM, you're going to have hits. You're going to have players that don't hit. And this is just one of those things that didn't hit, unfortunately. Like, sometimes, you know, a, a player will have a little bit of a rough patch with a certain team, and sometimes a change of scenery will help them. And unfortunately, the way Chase Claypool and his attitude is, it just appears, at least right now, between Pittsburgh and Chicago, his attitude ain't changed quite yet. So, you know, sometimes you just got to take that and chalk it to the game, charge it to the game, however y'all want to put it. But the writing's on the wall. I think it's, it's about to happen sooner than later. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to, right? You have to think that it's it's at the point now where, I mean, why are you keeping them? And and, and that's the point. Like, there, it's all indications, everything that we're hearing, it all points to the Bears don't plan on trying to repair this relationship and change. It can't be repaired at this point. Like, and we have some things with that. Like, even, you know, hearing that, you know, uh, during uh, uh, training camp when him and Tyreek Stevenson got into it, reportedly, he was, like, calling him a bitch and shit like that. Like, that's crazy, right. bro. That's yeah, crazy. And that is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, uh, the guys went on and they pretty much just put it out there, like, that was the day that Chase Claypool got injured. He was on the sideline, and he was still carrying on. Who knows what was that? And then you got your head coach coming out saying, we have a standard. Our standard is you have to be on time. You have to have a, a, you know, a, dec a pretty good behavior. You got to be about the team. You got to have this. So all that stuff, without getting into specifics, it just letting me know is that Chase Claypool was an asshole. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. And he wanted to do what he wanted to do. And he wanted to move how he wanted to move. And unfortunately you can't do that whenever you get employed by somebody else. If you want to go ahead and do what you want to do, start your own football league or start your own business. And then you could probably do what you want, but if you want to have, you know, customers come through and support your product, you, you can't be a butthole to everybody, but it's unfortunate, man. It is what it is though. You got to let them go with it. You just got to let them go. Yeah. I mean, at, at some point you have to, and this is much like you with anything, you have to ask yourself um, if you're hurting the team more, right, by having somebody around. And it seems like the Bears did that. Like, and I get people, and I've seen the comments, especially on the YouTube channel and things like that, where people are like, well, he was telling the truth about coaches. Yeah, but what he didn't tell the truth about was his performance is fucking trash, right? Fact. Both things can be true. What he Fact. said about the coaching staff. I don't I I don't disagree that that this coaching staff has not put players in the best situation to their abilities. I don't doubt that at all. But you know what else is true? Chase Claypool played like a complete and utter 
ass. Like he he just he didn't in any. There's no reason why somebody over six feet and 220 pounds should be getting pushed around as often as Chase Claypool did. Facts, and that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially, and I believe like. You know what I'm saying? Some people were saying that during the live call while the game was going on, they was like, man, the team looked different. They did look different. And, like, we can't yeah. ignore that. We, but I understand we can't ignore the man talent. He's very, very talented. But he has to channel all of that stuff to where that talent can be able to work and operate with um, amongst those guys that he's working with, you know, to try to win football games. You can't be the problem. You, y'all had a lot of problems. You can't be the main focus and then making it everything about everyone else and not looking at yourself because it's a team thing and you already know if one person's trash, everybody got to act like everybody's trash. That's facts. That's facts. And so, you know, I I mean, you got to you got to continually evaluate. And, you know, unfortunately, Chase Claypool is a miss by Ryan Poles. No way that you can cut it. You can't clean that up. You got to hold that uh, hold that man accountable for that. You gave what what now, of course, you didn't know it was going to end up being the 32nd overall pick. But you gave what what became basically a first round pick for this guy. And we've gotten nothing out of it. His whole Bears career, we've gotten what, two touchdowns out of it his whole career. If that maybe I believe so. If I'm understanding that. So, like. It, it, at the end of the day, the trade was a fail. The reasons why it failed, we can have those conversations all day long about talking why it failed, but the fact of the matter is it failed, and that's just is what it is. And so, you know, the Bears, Ryan Poles, they got to look at that, right? And we had two failed experiments at wide receiver, and I think people forget too, Nikhil Harry, yeah. right? Brought yeah. both him and Nikhil Harry to be those big targets, um, and it neither one worked out. Yeah, but I think that people wasn't harping on the kill Harry because they just Bears just gave up like a seven round pick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it didn't hurt that much. But I will keep in mind, like, hey, some of the best teams they miss out on players. Look, yeah. the Eagles traded for Robert Quinn, couldn't get nothing out of him, y'all. With a defensive line like that, they traded for Robert Quinn. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't crazy draft capital, but all players don't hit. Sometimes they just don't hit. It is what it is. You, you, It sucks for sure because I thought he could be a part of this, but it's just obvious that you got to let him go at some point. Exactly, and that and that's just what it is. Um, But, yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, we got the game on Thursday. <sighs> can the Bears get a win? I know we're going to do our prediction show on Thursday, man. Like, can we please get a win, bro? Like, I believe we can. And me personally, I would love to see Justin Fields follow up so, so he can show that the last game was not a fluke. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because I'm really, and it's not going to sound the greatest amongst other people, but I don't care. I'm really believing if this guy can come out and put string together some solid performance, even if, i put it this way, if at the end of the season, Justin Fields goes to the table and they like, yeah, I scored this many touchdowns. I had about four or five games with 300-plus yards. In the defense, y'all gave up 25 points in just about every one. I'm not the reason we lost. I really believe he might have an opportunity. But when it comes to this Washington game, I think the Bears got to show up. It's good that you're getting Tevin Jenkins back, but I'm still I'm cautious about Matt Eberflus and his defense. The, the offense could be as good as they can, and the, the, the commanders, they offense solid and explosive as well. Mm-hmm. But the difference in the game is going to be their defensive line with all those stars over there. Listen, so this that, is going to be tough. Yeah, and that de- that defensive line is nice. Um, and I wish I really wish that the Bears 
like whether while where the, while there have been some bright spots right in the offensive line at times like with Darnell Wright and whatever, this offensive line just leaves so so much to be desired, and you you never know the level of consistency you're gonna get from it, right. You expect a rookie to be inconsistent, so I'm not blaming Darnell Wright. Yeah, he's that, been like, the best one. He's been the best yet. Yeah, our bet, like, and I know he had some mistakes in in last game, absolutely, but he's been the best and most consistent offensive lineman that we had. That's why I'm so excited to potentially get Tevin Jenkins back in this game because we yeah. need as many bright spots as we can get out there, man. Yeah, and that's how me that like I said, man, it ain't about losing; it's about how you lose. Because right now, I feel like. We had to temper our expectations to what the reality is of the team. You just got to go out and compete at this moment. It will be great if we can win. But right now, I just don't have the faith, to be honest. But I do want to see my quarterback follow up last week with another solid performance this week so he can show the world. It's not my fault. We suck. (laughs) My head coach, who's a defensive coordinator, can't get his defense to hold a team under 20 points to save his life. And that's facts, man. And like, and that's why I hate to see the people who like, are like, oh no, Justin Fields is the problem. Come on, bro. Like, there's no way you can be wide. And, I, and you can always tell when people are just like, oh, well, I, Justin Fields fumbled the game, fumbled the ball late. And it's like, yeah, but you, you, I could tell that if that's what you focus on, you think that was the biggest <laughs> problem. You didn't actually watch the game. Like, right. and, it, and, it, and it's just so like, people want to make these whole blanket statements and like, Justin Fields is not the problem. Like you said, I really do hope Justin Fields has a return performance like he did in last week to just show and people like to put even more of the emphasis on the fact that uh, his offensive coordinator is absolute garbage, bro. Luke Getty is terrible. And and he he called a solid first half, right? But like, I would have to see Luke Getzey call games like that and make smart calls for five games in a row before I'm willing to say this motherfucker is an idiot, bro. Facts. Yeah, because, bro, you plan to win or you plan, you know, just to score a couple touchdowns to make everything look good. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to get real with yourselves, and that's what it really comes down to, in my opinion. We got to we, we gotta be real with ourselves. And, you know what I'm saying, looking at both sides of the ball, what can we change? Why haven't me per- – have we seen Tremaine Edmonds as big as he is blitz? I don't know. No. Maybe I missed it. I, I have not seen it. I don't think we blitz much as a team overall, which is another you know question. Do you go get Noah Sewell, who's been solid, you know, in preseason? We've seen it in over his time in Oregon as a as a pass rusher. You can go ahead and try to figure something out. You know what I'm saying? Like, figure something out. Let's get creative. Let's do some things on the defensive side of the ball to create to generate turnovers because you already already know you ain't doing that without rushing four. So you're gonna have to send five or six. You said it in a press conference, but put it on wax. This is really that simple. Yeah, I mean, I'm tired of gaslighting Matt Eberflus, bro. Like that's all it is, bro. That man stands up there, man. And he says a bunch. He says a bunch of stuff and flat out lies, bro. And it just be like, come on, Matt, bro. Like it, it. that man to sell you a '99 Honda and be like, it only had one owner, and it only got thirty thousand miles. But keep yeah. it a buck. He turned back the odometer, <laughs> and yeah, it had, it had one owner, but it was a but. It, but it was a car rental place, so like a thousand people drove the car. Like, it's just, come, on, come on, man. Like, be honest, bro. That's all it is. That's yeah. all it is. We'll see, man. We'll see. We'll be back with C Dub on Thursday as well to to preview the game. Uh I wish I felt better about this team. Me bro. too. As you can see, I'm not even in Bears gear, bro. Not even. I got. I had Bulls gear show, in on yesterday's <laughs> daily episode, bro. Like, I'm just over it, bro. I'm over it, man. Yeah, it is what it is, brother. It is, man. Go ahead and send us off, Bobby.
Lie, y'all. We appreciate y'all for continue for y'all continued support. We know we've been through some dark days. Hopefully, we can go ahead and see some brighter days. I'm gonna keep it honest with y'all. It's hard to talk <laughs> about this team when we stink, but y'all support has pushed us through, and hopefully, one day in the very, very near future, we will prevail and be able to smile. But as of right now, we just gonna keep it a buck. Chicago up and bed out, man. Catch y'all on the next. Definitely. You can follow us at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central Gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and a voicemail, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Shy Town up. Bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 break.